And my God, Luka Doncic. That's what we just gonna call it. Just another light night of Luka magic as Luka Doncic becomes the first player in NBA history to record 60 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. This is insane. This is insane. This is insane and obscene. This nigga put on the performance of a lifetime against the Knicks. I know the Knicks don't play no defense. I mean, Mitchell Robertson's a shot blocker, but nobody else can play perimeter defense on that team. And Jalen Brunson didn't play and RJ Barrett didn't play. I mean, if those two play, I see the Knicks winning. Even though they gave up a nine-point lead with less than 30 seconds left. Wow. That was an amazing game. And then Luka hit the game-tying shot to send it to overtime. And then OT, this nigga went zero dark 30. I'm jealous that I didn't get to necessarily witness it as it was happening. But this was incredible.
Like, I am astonished by what I just seen. We can't take away this moment. Like, this is historic. Like, Luca has definitely entered the chat in the MVP race. In probably what is going to be the tightest MVP race of all time. Everybody playing good. Everybody playing well. But believe me, I mean, in my opinion right now, the top dogs to me is Tatum, Embiid, Luka, and then everybody else. Like, those three guys have been putting up phenomenal numbers all year. But man, Luka Magic just tore up the garden today, man. And they got to witness greatness. Dallas ended up winning the game. Like, I got to give Luka his. That's got to be. I'm not going to lie. This is the baddest white boy we've seen since Larry Bird. Sorry, Dirk. I love you. Oh, man, we have to acknowledge Doncic's performance. Oh, Ja Moran. Ja is eating his words after getting his ass whooped by the Phoenix Suns with no Devin Booker. Wow, another disappointment. This is days after John Morant said that we're not worried about the West, we're worried about the East. I admire the confidence, but he's eating his words right now as Dwayne Washington Jr. dropped 26 and 8 off the bench. Not a proud night for uh, John Morant, even though Morant had a great game. It seems like both of the games that he lost, the teams that he was talking shit about, Morant definitely showed up and did his workload. It was his teammates that were lackluster that couldn't back up Ja's strong claims as Memphis, the most dominant team in the West. Ja had 34 and 6. 34 points and 6 6 assists. But, I mean, the second closest was Bain with 14 points, and he's just coming back. The rest of the team did not score in double digits. You do the math on that. As Memphis falls to third in the West, after having number one in the West maybe three, four days ago. This is how tight shit is. And Phoenix is climbing right back up. I mean, it's seen, and then Dallas, after tonight, is now sixth in the West now. So, Luka Doncic can be in that MVP conversation. I mean, Joker's still in there. Joker will probably be fourth. And then Zion. That'd be my five right there. Tatum, Embiid, 
Um, yeah, Tatum and B, Luca, Joker, and Zion Williams. And the West is looking like the 2000s West. The East is solid, too. Like, New York is sixth right now in the East. Indiana is now seventh. Man, Indiana must keep that team together. They got to keep that team together. Don't trade Heald and Turner, Indiana. Because if you do, you're going to fuck up your chances in the play-in. And then Tyrese Halliburton will be out there by himself. Lo and behold, Golden State is in a play-in position, 17 and 18, um, without Stephen Curry. I mean, the Warriors are phenomenal at home. I think they're, what, 14 and 2 at home or something like that? Let me double check just to make sure. Yeah, 14 and 2. Damn, I was right. Good memory. My memory's usually shit. But, man. This, this season is very exciting as far as, like, the records and stuff. I just don't like the lack of defense. That's the only thing that I don't like. Everything else is very fun and dynamic and entertaining to watch. And speaking of hot, 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 the Brooklyn Nets have won 13 out of 14 games. Allow me to gloat, bitch. All y'all... Dick sucking faggots that was talking about Kyrie is the reason why the Nets stink. The Nets are so much better than Kyrie. Kyrie's a bad teammate. Suck Kyrie's dick. How about that? Have a Coke and a smile and eat a dick. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck your daddy. And fuck everybody that doubted Kyrie Irving in the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not a fan of theirs, but I'm just saying, I heard y'all niggas talking earlier in the season. What did I fucking tell you niggas and niggettes? What the fuck did I tell y'all? Who was the problem? Who? The white man. Steve Trash was the problem. He was overrated as a player and even worse as a coach. I said what I said. Jock Vaughn got this shit running like a fucking factory. And the Nets are playing defense now. It seems like Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's effort on the defensive end has woke up the rest of the team. And Nick Claxton is balling. Ben Simmons is playing way better. Okay. Like the TJ Warren has integrated himself in the lineup. And they got unlimited shooters. I knew once Ben Simmons became Ben Simmons, a lot of those guys were going to get wide open shots from Kyrie to Kevin Durant to Patty Mills to Seth Curry to Joe Harris to TJ Warren to Royce O'Neal. This is a deep team. This is a championship caliber team. There really shouldn't be any excuses 
as to why this team can't go to the finals. No excuses at all. And the Nets winning 13 out of 14 is what they're supposed to fucking do. You have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, one of the most skilled duos in the entire league. They're supposed to be the best duo in the league, but that has been derailed by Brown and Tatum. And that's the team that they have to take out. Because obviously, you know, Milwaukee's missing Middleton. You know, they are up and down. And teams are starting to figure out Giannis without Middleton. But, yes, the Nets are hot. Fire. Shout out to Damian Lillard. He breaks the Blazers' scoring record. So he has scored the most points as a Portland Trailblazer. Man, Damian Lillard is my favorite player in the league. And this is such a proud moment for him. And I am proud of him for, you know, being the ultimate player. Sticking with your team through tough times. You know, the Blazers are above 500. And they're in playing contention, as I predicted, that they would be or possibly could be. You know, I felt like Dame adding Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons. I knew that was going to be uh, must-see TV. My only concern was their bench. And their bench is pretty solid and holding it down in that tough Western Conference. But, yeah, man, Dame being the number one score in Blazers franchise history is incredible. Now, Boston, the last two weeks, well, before, um, uh, I guess, this week began, maybe Sunday into now, before that, right? Two weeks ago, this is what happened to the Celtics. They lost to the Warriors by 16 points. They lost to the Clippers by 20 points. They barely beat the Lakers in overtime. They lost to the Magic twice. Lost to the Pacers and got down as much as 30. But, however, and a reversal of fortune, right? The Boston Celtics have been solid the last two, three games. Now, this is why I feel like Jason Tatum is the MVP. Look at his numbers versus other MVP candidates. He had 41 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists versus Giannis. He had 25 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists versus Devin Booker. He had 29 points, 11 rebounds versus Kevin Durant. 37 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists versus Luka. 34 points, 8 rebounds and 5 assists versus Nikola Jokic. 39 points versus John Morant. 35 points, 12 rebounds against Joel Embiid. And peep this out, y'all. He won every single game against those guys. Incredible. Like, that's why I feel like he's the leading candidate and possibly could be a top two but not to according to this season. So our buddy Hill and Miles Turner on the trade block still. I mean, I know the Raptors 
Lakers and Clippers are interested in Miles Turner. But I heard like a bunch of teams is trying to give the Pacers a deal. It's just like, look, man, if Indiana wants to keep their that ball rolling, keep the team together. Do not trade nobody. Don't help those desperate teams out there. Don't feed the animals. Be the animals. Um, the Phoenix Suns recently rejected a proposed trade that would have sent Drake, Jay Crowder to the Washington Wizards for a package featuring Rui Hashimura. Should Phoenix have a se- accepted a deal for for Rui Hashimura and possibly more players? I'm going to be honest with y'all. I would have took this deal. I'm going to be honest. I'd rather take a player that's you know, been playing and pretty integrated. And I think Rui Hashimura could have helped the Suns. But I feel like Phoenix wants Kyle Kuzma instead of Rui. They probably tried to, to get Kyle Kuzma. And the Washington Wizards said no. But regardless if you like it or not, you're going to have to trade Kyle Kuzma because he made it clear that he wants to be a free agent after this season. And he, and he has not committed to the Washington Wizards. So I I would think a Crowder and a couple more players for the Cools, maybe a three-team deal for Kuzma, would work for them. But if I was Phoenix, I would have accepted that easily. You're getting what? How, how old is Rui? 23, 24? That dude's young. He can definitely help that rotation. He's a natural power forward. So, I don't see why um, they didn't accept that deal. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, LeBron. Oh, LeBron. Right. LeBron deleted a tweet that he tweeted out last year in April. Well, actually, no, April of this year. LeBron James said, I can and will not miss the postseason again for my career. This shit hurt. Okay, back to watching these games. He recently deleted that tweet. I definitely believe that report for sure. Yo, but these, there have been some crazy ass reports. Like I read something today that made me die laughing. Like I heard one report that said that Clay was leaving the Warriors uh, after this season to go to the Lakers. That is hilarious. Clay Thompson would never play for the Lakers. I don't give a fuck if his daddy did play for the Lakers. Fuck out of here. Why would he go and play with his ops? That doesn't make any sense. Second off, there was another report that said that Luka and Jokic was going to team up. And that it was more than likely that Luka was going to team up with Joker. Like, Luka's going to leave Dallas. I don't see that happening. Not with the money, the amount of money that they could pay him. That's an insane report. It was another one that made me die laughing. 
forgot what it was though. Actually, I'm wrong. Luca actually had 21 rebounds tonight, which is even crazier. See what else is on the floor. There's speculation about James Harden potentially returning to the Houston Rockets if things don't work out with the Sixers. Harden responded to this report by saying, I'm here right now. I'm doing what it takes to win right now. You know, he didn't necessarily give the reporters anything to run with. Which is smart. Don't feed the animals. Feed the animals. Oh boy, Trey Young. Trey Young unfortunately suffered an injury tonight in his game against the Indiana Pacers. He was playing quite well for himself, but he got hurt. I mean, a lot of speculation about Trey Young and his teammates not liking him. Him getting into it with Nate McMillan. Him having issues with his team. I mean, I can see both sides of the coin here. Luke is a gunner. I mean, not Luca, but Trey is a gunner. Trey Young is a gunner. And his job is to score and facilitate. He does both quite well. I mean, but I my criticism with him is I don't think he uses Murray enough. Like, Murray was brought there to compliment him, not to take the ball out of his hand. And I feel like if Trey Young and DeJounte Murray could play off of each other like they did in the beginning of the season, maybe Atlanta could make some noise and get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Last, but totally not least... B. Dot Miller. Yeah, buddy. I think he's from Rap Radar, I guess. He left the entire Griselda off of another list. Like, B. Dot Miller is kind of like me. He comes out with these lists, and people debate about it. Let's read this guy's list once again. B. Dot Miller. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. The infamous B-Dot list gets people going. And I think he does this on purpose. I'm not going to lie. I think he's intentionally leaving Griselda, you know, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and West Side Gun off of these lists intentionally for clickbait and, um, West Side Gun and Benny the Butcher both had a lot to say about this. Now let's read. Let's read. Let's read. Let's read. Benny the Butcher says that B Dot gotta be eating crack for Griselda 2022 list exclusion. Benny the Butcher isn't this is according to Hip Hop DX, y'all. So, Brian B. Miller, okay, Benny the Butcher isn't happy with Rap Radar podcast host Brian B. Miller leaving himself and his Griselda Brothers off his 10 best rappers of 2022 list. 
Oh, yeah, by the way, my top 25 rappers in 2022 coming soon. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Just putting that out there. The top 20, top 20, uh, 25 rappers of 2022 coming soon. And yes, rat ass gunner and lion ass Megan the Stallion will make the list. How high? We speaking on music, not personal shit, man. But anyway, B Dot shared his list over the weekend. And the rappers included on it in order are Pusha T, thumbs up, Gucci Mane. What the fuck did Gucci do in 2022? He did the Diss in the Dead record, and then he did the NBA Youngboy response record, and then put out that 80-track bullshit that nobody wanted to hear. Gucci Mane did... A cold ass feature on, I think it was Big Walk Dogs album, if I'm not mistaken. It was a it was a feature he bodied this year. I can't fucking think of it. But Gucci at nine, Gucci's not top twenty five, not even in twenty twenty two. Gucci didn't have didn't have any impact in twenty twenty two. None. Then you got J. Cole at number eight. I understand. I get it. Um, Cole didn't put out an album, but Cole put out the Dreamville group album. Cole was featured on a lot of big singles, especially Johnny P's Caddy, which I view as probably my favorite song released of 2022. Kendrick Lamar at number seven. Are you sure that this is the order of the list? This doesn't sound... This doesn't sound right like the list to me. Hold on. Let me find a real list real quick. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Based on skill, performance, and presence. Oh. All right. I kind of like that he that B dot puts everything into context, but skill, performance, and presence, Benny deserved to be in be on this list. Skill, performance, and presence. I think Conway performed pretty well this year. I mean, I base my list on everything basically. I base my list on sales, skill level consistency, lyrics, album, you know what I mean? Awards and achievements, of course. But number 10, best rappers from B-Dot is Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne bodies features. We know this. He's done this his entire career. Matter of fact, he's been doing it since Wobbly Wobbly What Drop It Like It's Hot, right? But what album did Lil Wayne put out in 2022? And if he did put out an album, it was probably garbage. Lil Wayne hasn't put out a good album since Carter Five. And before that, he hadn't put out an album, a good album since Carter Three. 
how the fuck is Lil Wayne on this list? I mean, I know Lil Wayne body features, but what else did he do? Performance Lil Wayne got. Presence Lil Wayne got. Skill, I guess. But, okay, number nine, Ransom. Ransom is a little bit too high because in my opinion, bro, the album No Rest for the Wicked was good. But it's probably the weakest project that Ransom has released within the last three years. Because Ransom in 2021, based on BDOT's criteria, would be ninth on that list. Number eight, Drake. Understandable. Drake isn't on my lists. I wouldn't rank Drake because I feel like Drake is just too big for rap and its genre. It's kind of like, I think, I, like I said, I view Drake as a Taylor Swift, a Ariana Grande, a Beyonce level artist. I don't think he's a rapper per se. I don't think he's an MC. I don't think he's a traditional MC. I just think that he is a very phenomenal artist that attracts the audience. But um, Drake at number eight, I'm not mad at that um, ranking, though. Number seven, Kodak Black. I mean, Kodak Black was hot. He was definitely the most improved rapper of 2022. His album wasn't all that to me, but I think his features were amazing. And I think that he is a whole lot better as a rapper. He's not a lyricist. He's just, he just sounds, you know, he just has... He definitely has a presence for sure. Performance, I think his DJ had a better performance than him. Um, Then we got 21 Savage at six. Understandable. Completely understand. But 21 Savage didn't necessarily get hot until towards the end of the year. He wasn't doing this all 2022. He simply was just doing features, and then he wasn't necessarily, and then he did a group album, so he was a 50-50 split. I think ranking 21 sixth is a little too high. I think 21 Savage top 25 rappers of 2022. Yeah, because me, I'm going to start working on my list tonight, nigga. After I'm done with this. It's 2.10 in the morning and I'm feeling like work. Number five was J.I.D. Understandable. J.I.D.'s album was featured in my top five albums this year. And Jid had a very good year. He definitely deserves a top 25 ranking, but I don't know about top five. I don't think that kid is top five rappers in the game right now. I think he's probably around 10 to 15. I don't think the kid is there. Now, based on what BDOT is saying, I agree. Based on the criteria that he should be fifth. But based on my criteria, I think he should be further down on the list. Number four, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers love Robin K. Dot, bro. I don't know what this nigga Kendrick Lamar 
has to do to be number one? What does he have to do? Because before it was, oh, Kendrick don't sell like Drake. Before it was Kendrick don't sell the records that Drake and J. Cole sell. Then when he sells like Drake and J. Cole, oh, Kendrick's music is too woke. Then when Kendrick does the numbers, then, then when Kendrick conforms and does a commercial album, then y'all only give him little a little bit more props. Then when Kendrick does Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I don't like his voice. Why is he doing this and that and the third? Then other rappers are still ranked higher than him. Honestly, bro, Kendrick is top two, and he's not two. Spoiler alert, nigga. Spoiler alert, nigga. I think based on BDOT's criteria, he should be number one because he had the skill, he had the performance, and he, I don't know, maybe the presence, the presence in his music, yes, but the presence as far as, like, a person is a no. Number three, J. Cole. Understandable. He didn't put out an album this year, but he was, he, his presence was felt through Dreamville by him putting out the Dreamville mixtape where he bodied everything possible and then bodying features. Number two, Gucci Mane. What skill? Gucci Mane is not skilled as an artist. He doesn't have any skills. Definitely has a performance and presence. I give him that. Gucci has gotten better as an MC. But 2022, matter of fact, let me, let me Wikipedia this bitch. Let me Wikipedia Gucci Man real quick. What did he do in 2022? I mean, I could even understand last year because he put out Ice Daddy last year. And Ice Daddy was dope. Like, he didn't even put out an album in 2021. I mean, 2022. What are his singles? What singles did he put out this year? Okay, he put out Rumors with Lil Durk. That was hot. Hot record. Publicity Stunt was a was a dope record. This and the Dead, I remember that. Those are three singles. All right, what did he feature on this year? I mean, he has some dope features this year. I'll give him that. But number two this year? No, nigga. And number one was Pusha T. I understand. Pusha T definitely is going to make my list, even though I view him as an old head. But he's not quite an old head because he's still appealing to a younger audience because the younger audience saw their favorite get bodied by him. So it's a little respect there for half of Drake's audience for, like, defeating their porcelain god. Or their porcelain Jew. But still, I mean, It's Almost Dry was an incredible album, but it came out in an incredible year where other incredible artists put out better music. I wouldn't put Pusha T at number one. 
based on skill, performance, and presence, even though he does um, possess all three traits on the criteria. But overall, I grade this list probably a C minus. Because you got to delete Lil Wayne, Ransom, Drake, Kodak, <laughs> 21 Savage, Jid, <laughs> Gucci Mane. Like, you got to delete like seven out of ten of these motherfuckers off this list. I ain't going to hold you. Now, Pusha T, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar definitely deserve to make the list. Hands down. But Kodak, 21, Jid, Drake, Ransom, and Lil Wayne. This is 2005, bro. But I can understand why. But but no Griselda. Listen, man. Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine are top five rappers. It's J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and then a couple Griselda members. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell. Well, you already know what time it is. Stop playing. And where the fuck is Freddie Gibbs at? B. Dot. You fucking up, man. Freddie Gibbs put out. A top five album this year, a top two rap album this year. Stop playing with motherfucking Freddie Gibbs. Matter of fact, what the fuck does Freddie Gibbs think of this? Freddie Gibbs has been relatively quiet on the internet. What does Freddie Gibbs think of this? Let me look on Twitter real quick. Okay, so he quiet. Understandable. I'm surprised he's quiet. Like, if I'm um, Freddie Gibbs, I'm talking like Benny the Butcher now. That leads me back to this article to close out the show. All right, just let's go back to it. Despite all three putting out quality projects in Benny West Side Gun and Conway the Machine, I feel like West Side Gun probably be. 10 to 15 range alongside GDG. Were not included, leaving Butcher to comment on the list. A fan had replied to BDOT's tweet asking how Griselda wasn't included, but two of the top three on the list didn't even drop this year and still landed a spot. According to Benny, BDOT is on something for leaving Griselda out. So no Conway, Gun, or Benny, but two guys who didn't drop albums in the top three. Van wrote, which led Benny to tweet, fuck smoking crack, he gotta be eating it. Then Westside Gun responded. A tweet, a tweeter by uh, the name of Eunice said that the fact that Westside Gun and the whole Griselda camp ain't on these top 10 lists lets you know those lists don't reflect hip-hop at all. Now, me personally, you know, the whole Griselda... It's possibly going to be on my top 25 list. Armani Caesar and Rome Streets as well. Definitely going to make my list. Easy locks, easy keys. But y'all ain't, y'all don't know where I'm going to put them, though. Westside Gun replied, that's only based on the opinions of that blogger, but who are they for real? I bet you they look goofy even standing next to us. What makes them truly valid? Why? But just because they say so, them motherfuckers ain't nothing but dick riders or living with cheap pay. 
is the reason he don't mess with y'all anymore because of that bar Conway threw at him? If so, that's mad corny. I thought it was harmless. Definitely that. And I had a brush in with one of his rap friends <laughs> talking about Freddie Gibbs. But Freddie Gibbs didn't even make the list. This isn't the first time Griselda had an issue with VDOT's list. I think I reported on this before in June, but in June, Miller shared top 10 best rappers of 2022 so far. And again, Griselda was not included. The outspoken Griselda leader weighed in with an unfiltered reaction to Benny and Conway's omission. Westside Gun said, this nigga personally didn't put up Benny and Conway. He wrote on Twitter with several crying face emojis. Westside added, clickbait, duh. He knows by not putting them on there, it'll give it the attention. It is, just like when I just tweeted it. That's exactly what he wants for the conversation. I know for a million fucking facts that this is intentional. Ain't that right, B-Dot? Yeah, as far as I'm concerned... Yeah, I believe that this is a personal dig at the uh, three-man group and the record label as a whole. But don't worry, Griselda. I got your back. And even if I hated Griselda, I would still rank them at least top 10. At least Benny and Conway top 10. And Westside, like, in the back of the list or something. But... Anyway, that's my show. This is King Known Uncensored, Luka Doncic, and I'm out.